Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. You must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Um, So there were um, two couples who worked for the same uh, company. Uh, They lived in the same neighborhood. And um, the company was having a conference um, away in a different state. And the conference was supposed to take about four days. And they thought that they might possibly extend their time away by a day or two and see the taking the sights around uh, where they were going for the conference. So each uh, procured the services of a babysitter to look after the household and the children uh, while they were gone and gave uh, each babysitter more than enough money to cover any eventuality um, in case they were uh, gone for a longer period of time, if, in case they did decide to, uh, to stay after the end of the conference. And the one babysitter went out and with the money bought nutritious food and prepared very good nutritious meals for the children, looked after the children, played games with the children, uh, made sure they were clean all the time, did the laundry, um, helped the children with their homework. And when she was stumped with the math homework of the older child, called a friend who she knew was very good at math, had uh, them come over and uh, offered to share what she would receive as uh, her money for doing this job with this friend so that they, they could help the child with the homework. And uh, she vacuumed, kept the, the house beautifully clean. Uh, the second babysitter uh, ordered in pizza, beer, and popcorn Um, uh, thought, well, you know, I'm really doing them a favor in their house. Uh, You know, I might as well use it like it was mine, Uh, have friends over, um, and just uh, did whatever she wanted to do in the house. Left the kids to their own devices or plopped them down in front of TV in another room, let them go to bed whenever they wanted to, and when they were hungry, gave them pieces of pizza or popcorn. Uh, The house was a complete disaster. Instead of staying for the four days of the conference, both sets of parents came home early. Uh, You can imagine the different reactions of the different parents when they came into the house. It's a modern-day parable, if you will, for what the Lord is talking about in today's reading. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table and he will come and serve them. Then Peter asks the Lord, so uh, is this parable uh, that you're telling, is it just for us, Lord, or is it for everybody? And we didn't read this part of the passage in the gospel, but it goes like this. The Lord answers, 
Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that servant says to himself, my master's delayed in coming and begins to beat the male and female servants to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him at an hour he does not know and he will cut him in pieces and put him with the unfaithful. And that servant who knew his master's will but did not get ready or act according to his will will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know and did what deserved a beating will receive a light beating. Here's the kicker for me. Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required, and from him to whom they entrusted much, they will demand more. That means clergy watch out. (laughs) Because we've been entrusted with the gospel. Such a great treasure. That means we have been entrusted with much. Much will be demanded of us. But you all aren't off the hook either. (laughs) Says if we know the will of the master, then we too are to do what the master requires of us. Everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. That also is for all those in Christian leadership. One of the teachings that I do at the vestry, at the beginning of the vestry year, when we have new vestry members, is something that um, Neil Michelle has done, a teaching series, and one of them is a slide um, with a pyramid on it. And it says, basically, as you enter into Christian leadership, your rights, your personal rights decline, your corporate community responsibilities increase. Because as a Christian leader, our I want, I do it, you know, I can do it my way, they decrease. And what increases is our responsibility for the entire community. So, but everybody has been called into kingdom work. Jesus says, do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. See, we're the babysitters of the kingdom. Which one will we be? Because everything is the Lord's. He created it. He created us. He created everything that is, that moves and has its being. We are no more than babysitters or stewards in his kingdom. He's given it to us for the time that he returns. 
It's this idea of last uh, Sunday, uh, we were looking at uh, the one who was hoarding his goods in those silos so that he would have it down the road instead of thinking with eternity in view. Just thinking in this narrow span of years that we have that the psalmist says is here today and gone tomorrow. Do we live our lives looking from the perspective of eternity? Because this time on earth is a short time. However we look at it, it's not a long period of time when you put it in the perspective of eternity. And so what the Lord is talking about is treasures that are accruing for us for eternity, not just in the here and now. Because we don't know our lifespan. But we do know the reality that we all die from this life, but we live eternally. So are our lives lived from the perspective of eternity? He says, um, Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is there, will your heart be also. There's a story told, it's not scriptural, it's apocryphal, and it is a story about St. Thomas, one of the twelve, remember the one called Doubting Thomas, that he went after the Lord's ascension to India to spread the gospel in India. And uh, he apparently was a carpenter builder, and so one of the kings in India asked him to build, to be in charge of building a wonderful palace for him. And uh, a year went by and the king said, I'd like to see how you're getting along with building the palace. And Thomas said, "Um, it's not finished yet. Give me some more time. So two years went by, three years went by, and finally the king said, I want to see the work that you have done on my palace. And so Thomas took him out amongst the people and said, these are your treasure. This is your palace. I have used the money that you gave me for your palace to look after all of your subjects who were in need. Well, the king was furious put him in jail and uh, ordered him to be killed the next day. Well, that night, the king's brother died, and when he went to heaven, he saw this amazing palace that had been built with the money that the king had given and that Thomas had used for caring for God's creation. See, this is where the eyes of faith come in. Faith is the assurance of things not seen. 
we stand on the sure promises of God that when we die through Christ, life does not end. In fact, uh, we've started this study with N.T. Wright on his book, Surprised by Hope. He says there is a life after life after death. Unpack that a bit. There is life after life after death. In other words, when we die from this physical world, we live eternally with God through Christ in heaven with him in a present heaven. But these passages are about when the Lord will return. And so the work that we do in the kingdom now is a foundation for the new heaven and the new earth when the Lord returns. When the Lord returns, sin will be done away with, suffering will be done away with, death will be done away with. And there will be a new heaven and a new earth. And the work that we have done in the present earth will not be discarded, will not be discounted, but it will be the foundation of the heavenly city of that which comes to us in the new heaven and the new earth which is joined together because we hear the promise that God will walk with his people, that heaven will come down on earth. And so are we with the eyes of faith looking at our lives from the perspective of eternity rather than this very short span of life? Our years are short. They do end on this life. But the promise is that there is a new heaven and a new earth coming when the Lord returns. And so we are to be about using all of our resources for his kingdom work here and now. And it will not be for naught. Whatever it is, you know, in other places, um, Paul says, you know, I planted, uh, somebody else uh, watered, but God gives the increase. We don't always get to see the plants rise up from the seeds that we've planted. But God sees, and there is nothing that is done in his kingdom work that is for naught. All of it is used in his kingdom and for the end of the age when the Lord returns and there is a better country, as the writer to the letter to the Hebrews says. When Christ returns, we are looking for a better country. In between last week's reading and this week's readings is that wonderful passage where we are told not to be anxious. In other words, that story about hoarding things for now and our treasure in heaven comes this passage about not being anxious for what we wear. Aren't we loved so much more than the birds of the air? 
than the lilies of the field? Will not your heavenly Father care for you so much more than he has cared for them? Don't worry about these things. Don't hoard and set aside these things because we don't know. We don't know when our lives end in this world. But with the eyes of faith, we know that we live eternally with him. Immediately, we are with him in the present heaven. But there is another heaven and another earth when the Lord returns. And we will receive those treasures that have been laid up for us when that time comes. So may we be like the first babysitter, the one who cares for God's creation, cares for his children, and is free with those resources that the Lord has given us because they are not ours, they are his, for his kingdom work. May we rejoice that he has called this little flock and given them the kingdom. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.